0: and our friends, fifteen percent off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com/slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends! Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today and for this whole month. Listen, today we kick off a special series called Build Your Board. that sounds fun podcast series in which we want to help you find the voices you need to live the life you want in a world of influencers you get to decide who is influencing you so do you have a board of directors for your life sure you don't have to give them an official name or make them attend meetings as a group a few times a year but the people who speak into your life matter the community you surround yourself with helps you grow as a person and grow in your relationship with god And we want to help you figure out who you need right now and how to find them. You're going to hear from real people who speak into my life and experts who you will love learning from. And we've created a Build Your Board guidebook for this series. There are pages to take notes for every episode starting today and questions to walk through and process so that by the end of the series, you will have this completed resource and the answer to the question, who is the next voice I need to help me build the life that I want? You can get that guidebook at AnnieFDowns.com slash BuildYourBoard. And before we dive into today's conversation, I want to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Athletic Greens. Listen, y'all know I am in packing mode for New York, and you know my AG1 by Athletic Greens is coming along with me. I want to keep my normal healthy rhythms while I step into my two months in NYC, and AG1 is truly such a simple way to incorporate all the nutrients you need into your day with just one scoop. AG1 was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and better without having to do a lot of steps, except those 10,000 you want to get every day. All you do is mix one scoop of powder in cold water once a day. You know my favorite way to drink it is to shake mine up with a couple of cubes of frozen lemon juice. It's just a little extra something special. Every scoop is filled with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced quality ingredients that provide all of these major benefits. AG1 supports your gut and mood, boosts energy, helps your immune system, and even supports healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. And their single-serving travel packs are so helpful. Just throw a pack in your bag, and they'll make it so easy to bring along with you. You don't have to set a reminder to order or worry about running out because AG1 is delivered like clockwork every month. So it's so convenient to make it a daily habit. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, AG1 has given you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash soundsfun. That's athleticgreens.com slash soundsfun. So check that out. So today on the show, as we kick off our Build Your Board series, we are talking with Al Andrews. Listen, we knew before we started talking about the voices you needed to add to your life, we wanted to get to the root of it all, Loneliness. It's at an all-time high, and we know by now that loneliness isn't about relationship status. You can be lonely even when you're dating someone or married, lonely when you're in a crowded room, lonely when you feel like you have all the people in your life that you need. So Al Andrews is the perfect person to help us start this series. You're going to love him and the wisdom he brings. He's the founder and executive director of Porter's Call, a nonprofit here in Franklin, Tennessee, that has offered free counsel, support, and encouragement to recording artists since 2001. He was the right voice for us to sit down and start this series with. Now, you don't have to have the Build Your Board guidebook in order to enjoy the series, of course. But if you do have your Build Your Board guidebook, we are going to be taking notes on page five. So here's my Build Your Board conversation with Al Andrews. Al Andrews, welcome to That Sounds Fun.
1: It is great to be here.
0: What an honor. You are a – I mean, I do not use this lightly. You are a legend. And so <laughs> to be in the studio with you is just such a gift. So thanks for making time for this well, and a busy schedule.
1: Well, and thanks for referring to me as a legend. That's just you an honor and truly a little odd are. to me. Well, <laughs> but,
0: and, and I, you know this, but I don't know if our audience knows the story. That I am with the counselor I'm with because of you. Really? Do you remember? I In 2013, I really needed a therapist, mm-hmm. and you're – Reporters call has very good boundaries about who you can see and who you can't see. Yeah. And I did not meet all the requirements.
1: You're not an artist. That's right. That's sings. right.
0: I don't sing. <laughs> I, I remember you saying you travel enough, but you don't do the right thing on the stage. <laughs> and I said, OK, And I'm on the road as much as them, but I don't sing. Oh, and well. So, oh well. And then you gave me a list of therapists that you knew could work with my lifestyle. And it has just changed my life. So so thank you.
1: You're welcome. Thank
0: you for that. I want to start. We are going to deep dive into the question. Why am I lonely? But I want to start with one of your like legendary quotes that everyone talks about, because I think whether someone has a public life or not, they have some version of public life because of social media. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of younger men and women who listen to us that are hoping to get public. And one Um, of your quotes that could be a tattoo on my body is the human heart wasn't built for fame. Yeah. Can you talk about that for just a second? I feel that. But
1: yeah, you know, I I think I I didn't come up with that early along in this thing. But as I as I watched artists that I work with move from not fame to fame, it's really hard. It's really hard to be separated like that, to be lifted up. To be seen for what you show publicly yeah, and not to be known. And I, I think there's so many things that come with it. I, li- I liken it to the time that for the first time in my life, I was bumped up to first class in an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I got up there. And it wasn't – it didn't take me about 15 minutes to start being annoyed at the people making noise with their peanuts in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. And, you know, don't use our bathroom. There's one back there for y'all. And I was just bumped up by accident. Right. And uh, I I laugh about it, but it was kind of true that, well, I could get used to this. Right. And it makes me become something that I'm not. Mm. Now, if somebody gets famous – we can help them with it by wow. bringing them back to reality as much as we can and help them to do things that will make things real. Mm-hmm. But it's a very, very difficult thing. I just don't think we're built for it.
0: Yeah. My experience, I'm not famous compared to many of our peers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm not invisible right? either. I, I have a public, very public life. And that remembering that when I feel the tension of, I don't know if it's supposed to be like this. I'm like, well, Al says. My human heart was not built for this. This is well, not yeah. how it's meant to be.
1: Well, yeah. And I, th- I think there's a loneliness in it. For instance, when you're on stage doing your best, everyone fantasizes about your life. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, my gosh, she sounds so great. And, and you are, by the way. <laughs> okay. she. But she sounds so great. And uh, she must have the best life. And, oh, gosh, I could – I would just and, – and they dream about what it's like to be you. And – that can create loneliness in you. If mm. if a lot of people dream the same thing and think the same thing, um yes. it's harder to be real.
0: Yeah. This has happened more times. I mean, well, here's a perfect example. Last summer when my nephew passed away, I had a nephew that lived for two months. And when he passed away, the whole time we were going through it, my family did not want it to be public understandably that was great huh. but i had to do my job wow <laughs> and so i was getting on social media and recording podcasts and doing everything during the week and then thursday would drive to atlanta and be with my family all weekend and be with my little nephew oh and and i we didn't we weren't public about him until 2 weeks after his funeral yeah oh. and so my the the disintegration of that season was very—I I don't live that disintegrated. Right. And so—but yes. I did it out of—I mean, I, I wouldn't do it any different. That's what my family needed, what I needed, honestly. I My Enneagram 7 loved to like, turn that light switch off, turn this <laughs> light switch on. I mean, you know that. I was kind of oh, like, yeah. great, I'm back in Nashville where my life is great, you know? Yes. like So I didn't hate it, but— the disintegration—that's a—that's a very grief-centric story. But th- I can have that disintegration if I'm not careful
1: yeah. on
0: any stage or in any airplane. Of like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: here's what's happened in my private life. I can pretend like everything's great.
1: Yeah, it's that distance between um, how you're perceived and what you know is true. Right. And that's and sometimes when that distance has to be, like I don't go to a concert thinking that someone's going to talk about their depression. Right. I go to a concert to yes, be entertained, to love it, whatever, and that distance between the person on stage and the person observing them or the person they know they are mm-hmm. is kind of a tedious conflict. Like, yeah. where do I? Yeah. Where do I go? But here?
0: I mean, the truth is moms have to do that. You know, they've got to get the kids ready for school even if she and her husband had a massive fight the night before. Oh. And she's got to get them up and get them ready to school and take them. Or the doctor yeah. – surgeons have to do surgery even if their private life is falling apart.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, that's true of everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's not I, unique. I can't tell you the number of times Nita and I have had a disagreement or an argument, and then I have to go preach Yeah, or speak <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> right, and right. it's like, oh, oh, this is really hard. But there is that distance. And that the distance can make you lonely.
0: I was about to say, so as we dive into this question of why am I lonely – Is part of our loneliness that we never get to be—and never is a big word, I I hear Mm -hmm. myself—that we never get to be fully integrated, and so we're the only ones who know us? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That feels terrible, but I think that's true.
1: I do think it's true. Yeah. I do think it's true.
0: So what do we do if we're the only one who knows us?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that statement is a problem, Mm -hmm. obviously, because if we're the only one who knows us— It doesn't take us long to start making up stuff. Ah, wow. Because there's no reflection of another person. There's no words from another person. If we're the only one who knows us, then it goes bad. Mm. It just goes bad because we start thinking of things that are not true about ourselves. I wonder why I'm lonely. Well, maybe it's because I'm not as interesting as people. I wonder why my phone doesn't ring well. Because... Not that many people like me. Hmm. Or, you know, you can keep on going. But Are they hanging out without me? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> you're going to love this. That's the reason I'm not on Facebook. Really? Because years ago I got on Facebook because I was supposed to. Yeah. And I would look on there and I'd see all these people who are friends mm-hmm. having fun at a birthday party. I'm going, oh, I, I wasn't invited. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. I'm so mature like yes. that. Um, yes. And, and then I saw other things going on and other people having fun. And I went... I, I'm just not mature enough to do this Facebook thing mm. because I see things, then I make stuff up, yeah. and then it makes me lonely. And it, most of it's not true, yeah. but when you're by yourself, you make things up.
0: Is everybody lonely?
1: Absolutely. But here, here's the thing. I think there's a loneliness that we're built with.
0: Oh, yeah. Talk about that.
1: And a loneliness that comes with a territory that, but doesn't have to be. I think the loneliness we're built with, we can go way, way back to the garden. Yeah, you know, To the story of the yes. garden where where God builds all these things and then he builds, builds a man and he goes, well, he's not meant to be alone. Notice he didn't say he's lonely. He's not built oh, to be alone. Yeah. Um, and so he created Eve to be with him and they were together. And for a while, there was no loneliness in the world. They spoke to God. They spoke to each other. They got each other, which is mm. fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> They understood what each other were, was like. There was no anger. There was no separation uh, between them at all, not even clothes. Nothing and but, they had work to do. Yeah, and they had work to do and yeah. good work yeah. that always was successful. Wow. There, there were no uh, bugs that ate plants. There were no floods. There was no drought. And so they were together. There was never a time when one of them came home from working and said, Hey, and the other person said, it's about time you came home. They never said that. (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, I have been here all day or something like that. But because there was communion, because there was conversation back and forth, and because there was no shame, which I cannot imagine, um, there was no loneliness because they got each other and they were communicating. After they ate the forbidden fruit in the story – They were disconnected from each other and from God. God had to go looking for them, and they they hid. They were afraid. And so I think from that point on, it's never gotten completely back Yeah, because otherwise we wouldn't feel loneliness. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Um, I read a book by Kurt Thompson, the psychiatrist who's one of my favorite people, Yes, and in one book he said, everyone is born... Looking for someone who's looking for them. And I think that speaks to it. We're born hungry for relationship. I want to say we're born lonely. Mm -hmm. And we're looking for someone who's looking for them. And that's so important because when when a child is born and someone is not looking for them, it impacts their whole life. Mm -hmm. Because we want to be seen and we want to be known. Yes. And so, to me, I think, without going into a dictionary definition of loneliness, I would feel like loneliness is the feeling of being alone and the feeling of being unseen. Mm -hmm. Notice I said feeling rather than the reality because it is a feeling.
0: Yeah. You can Um, be lonely in a room full of people. Right. Yes.
1: And so, it's a feeling and there's a difference between – loneliness and being alone. Mm. Loneliness is wanting. Mm -hmm. I want something I don't have. Solitude is having, but we can Ah, get into that later. But um, there's a difference between loneliness and solitude, and there's a difference between loneliness and being alone. Yeah.
0: I'm having two thoughts about the book of Genesis I've never had in my life. So everybody else is probably like, duh, Annie. But I've never thought about it. When you're talking about Genesis and talking about Adam and Eve, that there it wasn't like one day they were made and the next day they ate the apple. Right. All of a sudden I'm going like, was it weeks? Was it years? I have never thought about that, Al, but they existed for a amount of time. Oh, I
1: would think it'd be a good while. And and you know never if you that. think about that, you think there was a season where nothing went wrong. Yeah. Nothing went wrong. Which feels like a fantasy to me that's right that's right <laughs> you know, that we won't get through today right right in like, like the next for few somebody. minutes hopefully right. not
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but, we've tried to control all the factors in this room this so is far, our eden so far we're doing great 30 minutes yeah
1: <laughs> but uh, but i think if you if you think about that for a little while that that really does mean no shame feeling no shame about anything, your body, what you said, feeling a total connection with one another, yeah. total connection with no exceptions, and a total connection with God with no exceptions. Mm-hmm. There was never a time when they said, I wonder where God is. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's listening. Because right. he was.
0: Yeah, he was there with them.
1: And yeah. I, I, I want to think... That it lasted for a while. That's just my ah. <laughs> own fantasy. That it lasted for a while. And it just accentuates what happened. And it accentuates what happened afterwards. Right. Because there was a moment where Adam and Eve are sitting outside the garden. And they could smell wow. the garden. And in their hearts, I could feel, I could sense them say, each of them in their own way both angrily and with sorrow i just want to go home and yes. i just want to go home yeah and feeling that i want to go home so in in loneliness is a homesickness mm. that i think we all have because we're not in the garden anymore we're not home and we will be home one day yes but there's there's a chronic Homesickness that we have, and that's okay, yeah. And I think that's one thing we have to admit, yes, because if we admit that, we won't feel bad about that. Yeah. That's just there's sometimes I just want to be home, I don't want to take my life, I just want to be home, yeah, but I'm not there yet. There's a, a film, an old film that <laughs> when I say I've asked somebody, Have you seen this film? and I, I look back and it was like 45 years yeah. old. <laughs> called Trip to Bountiful. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. And it's a, uh, she won the Academy Award that year. It's about an old woman who lives with her daughter and son-in-law in a little apartment in Houston. And she wants to go back to her home called Bountiful, mm. Texas. And they won't let her go. And oh, she wow. sneaks away. Oh, my gosh. And starts to go back and goes back. It was a play uh, at one time. But anyway, yeah. but she seeks to go back. And all this little adventure to get back. Sure. And she gets home and she sees the old buildings that used to be. And um, she weeps because it's not like it used to be. Mm. But she gets in the car, and the theme music of the whole movie is softly and tenderly Jesus is calling, oh, wow. calling, Oh, sinner, come home. And she basically says, I've had my trip. Wow. And she rides off. And it's it's beautiful. It just says there's a homesickness in us all, and we want to go home.
0: Yeah. I told you this when we were talking about this before, but there was such a shift in me maybe five years ago, a little bit more possibly. There was such a shift in me when I swallowed that pill that mm-hmm. said, you are actually going to live with loneliness forever. Stop trying to medicate. Stop mm-hmm. trying to change. Stop trying to fill. Like mm-hmm. I said to you, when loneliness stopped making decisions for me. And instead was just a companion that is with me at times louder and quieter.
1: That's a great line. I'm going to totally steal that. (laughs) You're very welcome. (laughs) Thank you. You stole one of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. That is a great point to um, invite it as a companion. Yes. And there is a loneliness that is good. And there's a loneliness that makes you feel like a victim and you become isolated.
0: Okay, great. How do we know which is which?
1: Well, usually I think shame is involved in Uh the second. Uh Because if I'm lonely, and like you said, let it be a friend, let it be a companion, that just feels really healthy. And that feels like an honest admission that I can never be truly known by anyone. Yeah. Because I feel that loneliness. I'm married and I love my wife and she loves me. But there are times when I feel really lonely. Mm. And sometimes it's because we have a something going on that's not good. But sometimes it's because it's just true. Yeah, And and it's that one. I love the idea of embracing that because then you can let that one go as a problem. Yeah. and And go to the other one, which is, yes. I would say, a little more whiny.
0: Yeah. It <laughs> Which, is in my head that's a yeah, great way to do it. Yeah
1: because you know when I when I feel that one I go you know gosh, I don't know if I have that many friends really you know and, I, and I get you get to lying to yourself and I'm not sure what that's all about mm-hmm. except for usually there's just something that triggers it. you feel lonely and then you take it to another level that doesn't exist yeah. really but that leads you to isolation. And isolation never works yeah. because you don't have voices telling you the truth.
0: An interesting thing, I'm sure you've seen this in your work as a therapist, but an interesting thing that single people do, particularly single women that me and my friends do, is when loneliness says, I can't I haven't met anyone, when it turns to the isolation loneliness, it is there is no one. Right. There is no option. There is no one in this town. There is no one in my life. There is no opportunity. And you go like, well, that is just not true. Even the smallest town. Right. Get on an app and extend your mileage. Like, it's not true. Yes. But that's what we hear in our heads is my loneliness will never be solved.
1: And it's not only about there is no body, but you add to that there is no body and it's because of me. Mm. Shame is always involved in that kind of loneliness.
0: Yes. I mean what I'm learning from you today is shame seems like the evil stepsister of loneliness. <laughs> like if loneliness is Cinderella, shame is the evil stepsister. That's
1: a great way to We have a book in life. Yeah, okay, that's right. That's right. We're getting we're getting
0: to work right after this. That's <laughs> yes,
1: right. But I, that, that really that's is true. Right? It really feels true because with shame you make up things that are not true. Yeah. That's just it's just the strangest thing. And you've talked often about getting people in the right seats. Yeah. And to me, that really is an important antidote to the wrong kind of loneliness.
0: Right. That is, gosh, Al, that is so good because what we hope happens this month is that everyone gets to the end of the month and goes, here's one seat I need to fill. Yes, Mm -hmm. it's time for a counselor. Yes, I need a financial coach. Mm -hmm. Yes, I need more adult friends. Like, fill just one seat. But do not expect to stop feeling lonely. Right. Like, separate out the Cinderella from the stepsister. Yes. And live with Cinderella.
1: Right. And because you live with Cinderella and you live with Cinderella because she's hearing things that are true. Mm. I remember there was a time I was lonely for a long time. I I hadn't had any counseling, and I knew when I was 19 I needed it, and I was like 32 and single. Oh, wow. And finally— That's
0: like half your life.
1: That's about like half my life. And there was a lot of shame, a lot of fear, and a lot of loneliness, The, the the difficult kind. Yes. And a friend of mine noticed this. And he asked me the strangest question. I had all these friends who are my age. Most of them were couples because they were more fun. Uh-huh, <laughs> no. Yeah. So, but I hadn't met you then. But, <laughs> but I just – I was around a lot of couples, and yeah. it kind of made me feel less lonely for some reason. I
0: think so, too. Or were you here in Nashville?
1: No, I was in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Okay. And my friend asked me this question one day. He said, so I have a question, Al. When you're with us, and it's people my age or a little older, two things – How old do you feel, and what do you think we think about you? Oh, wow. I know. And it just came out of mouth really quickly. I said, I feel about 16, 17. And he goes, okay. What do you think we think about you? And I said, you know, I think you like me. I think you like me, but I kind of think you pity me. And I said a few things like that, like, I think you feel sorry for me think, and I kind of think you think there's something wrong with me.. Wow. And these big old cow tears formed in his eyes. Yeah. And I'm sitting there looking at him, and he said, "You know what makes me so sad." I go, "What?" He says, "You believe that you're one of those little go-karts at the beach that have a governor on them that can only go so fast when they go around that little trail, that little, you know, at the go-kart. But everyone else believes that you're a Formula One race car. Wow. And I felt the rumble in my stomach, and it came up to my throat, and I just lost it. Put my head in my hands because somebody from the outside spoke a truth to me. And it was a, I mean, I could lose it right now. It was such a pivotal moment in my life. And loneliness shifted a bit that day because I was going, I have perceived this all wrong. And could I absolutely, could I believe that's true? And I didn't sleep that night just mm-hmm. for the the craziness of his statement, for the fear of it, as well as also the excitement that that could be. Yes. Long story about That's how beautiful. a voice from the outside, which we absolutely need, because we believe lies. Yeah. I don't know why, but we believe lies, the whispers that come to us. They come to me every day. Mm-hmm. And on a good day, I'll go, um, thanks for your opinion. Now I'm going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: I mean, for our friends listening who go, okay, but I have no one. Mm-hmm. What's the first move?
1: Well, first of all, I would push back against that yeah. because I think it, just saying that, it sounds shameful. Mm. It's like I have no one. I don't believe that. That may be true, but but I think I would say, no, you haven't chosen someone. Wow. Because there are people around you. There are people around you that are accessible, but you haven't made the step of which is a strange step, my my friend pursued me without me asking him yeah. but
0: but you were in his house, so uh, you had made a step,
1: yeah, I'd made a step, yeah, but it wasn't for that. I kind of wanted to go eat or yeah, yeah <laughs> not yeah yet. yeah, but but I think there is a sense of there are people around you, and there are people around you who love you, mm-hmm. even if your that whisper says they don't, mm-hmm. and I think one step would be to go to them and to actually say. Here's what I'm saying to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm lonely. And here's what I'm saying to myself mm-hmm. that I don't deserve friends, whatever, and give them a chance to speak. Yeah. It's a little frightening. Yeah. It's very frightening to speak to that, but you know the people that would speak and not not just to feed you a line or something, yeah. but that like if I would have said to my friend without his asking, I just feel awful. I I just feel so lonely and there's something wrong and there was but can you tell me if that's true mm. i think he would have said i know you feel that yeah. but let me see what i see yes that's so
0: Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation to share about one of our amazing partners, Brooklinen. Y'all know I love my Brooklinen sheets and yes, they're packed up with me to come to New York too. If you're starting to feel some seasonal scaries from the sun setting earlier and the seasons changing, let Brooklinen bring some coziness to your life this fall. Luckily, they offer a whole fleet of sheet options from linen to flannel to accommodate all sleepers, cool, hot, and everything in between. Brooklinen was founded by a husband and wife team, Rich and Vicky in 2014. Their mission is to provide their customers with hotel-quality, award-winning luxury bedding, and they are doing it. They are seriously so soft and comfortable. I have three sets I rotate through, and I know a ton of y'all love them too because Brooklinen's internet-famous sheets have over 100,000 five-star reviews. With limited-edition colorways dropping regularly, Brooklinen keeps you well-rested and fresh. Use those old sheets of yours for your ghost costume for Halloween and upgrade to Brooklyn and seasonal picks for linens and comforters and baths and more. It's no trick. Brooklyn's best selling linens are sure to curb those seasonal scaries this fall. Visit in store or online at brooklinen.com. That's B R O O K L I N E N.com and use the code That Sounds Fun for $20 off your order of $100 or more. That's B R O O K L I N E N.com using the promo code That Sounds Fun for $20 off. All right, we all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals. But ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin, too. With Pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in, In it is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, five zero. Fifty percent off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to our build your board conversation with Al. Our friends are listening are going to hear on Thursday from my four closest girlfriends here in Nashville that we've all become friends as adults. And one of the things that group does so well is say, I'm telling myself this story. Is
1: that true? That is the greatest line. It
0: is so helpful.
1: Yeah. Because it
0: takes the blame on – it doesn't put the blame on them for right. what they've done or said. It says, I don't know what you meant. What I heard in what the story I'm writing that makes me feel lonely is this, and then the person goes, "I that's exactly how I meant it." If they want to, right? <laughs> right. Or, oh my gosh, you're you are tired. Go to bed. You are not hearing me correctly. You know. So well, that's
1: that's uh, you know my 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 words are I'm I'm making this up. Yeah, you said this, but but also beyond what somebody said. You can just say it in general, like, here's what I'm making up about my life today. Yeah. And here's what I'm making up that I'm like. Yeah. Will you talk to me?
0: Yeah. And to have
1: somebody tell you the truth is just- And believe them. And believe them. It takes a while. You might have to say, say that again, please. Yeah, that's right. But it's a game changer. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. Yeah.
0: One of the lies that I have heard a long time in my life is once you're married, you won't be lonely anymore. So I think one of the problems with that is it makes single people feel shame that they haven't found the person to make them not lonely. Mm-hmm. And once you are married, it makes you feel shame that you feel lonely because I thought this was going to solve this. Wow. And so then married people don't want to talk about being lonely because they don't want to talk bad about their husbands. <laughs> and single people don't want to talk about being lonely because they haven't found their husband. <laughs>
1: There's our second book. No, yeah, yeah, no. that's
0: right. We're about to have a series. Everybody buckle up. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I, I think that's so true. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that we got married. and um, There's
0: some truth to it, right? There, like there, I won't oh, go to movies by myself anymore or no, to football no. games or there whatever. There is a truth
1: to it. And there is a truth about Adam being alone and not being alone anymore. Yeah. There's a truth that something is met, comma, in the midst of not being lonely, mm-hmm. when you get lonely in a marriage, it's far worse than loneliness being not married. Why? Because you've tasted it. You've tasted a, a connection with somebody, oh, and now wow. it's not. And it feels like it when you're when you're at a a place of conflict. I mean, maybe the kind of conflict that lasts for days or something like yeah. that. You just may conflict isn't the right word, but a stress in the marriage. And you don't feel connected. The fact that you've had that connection and now it's gone feels worse. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, because
0: I guess in a lot of ways I don't know what I'm missing.
1: In many ways. Yeah. But but it it feels as bad or worse just because you go, oh, I'm – it's almost like Adam and Eve in the garden after what they experienced. Yeah. And the distance between them hurt even more because they knew – what was possible?
0: I would imagine. I mean, this is literally. I say imagine literally because I can only imagine mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that having the the level of vulnerability it would take to say to your spouse, "I feel lonely with you," mm-hmm. must be like level one hundred of vulnerability. That's up there. Yeah, I That's would really think up so. There.
1: And sometimes we don't say those words, but we find it. like, way, Annie,
0: don't say that. No, 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 you can't.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not going to correct that. But sometimes the actions toward uh, each other say it. Right. You know, I miss right. you. Or making known we're not together today which means I'm lonely mm-hmm. and I want to be back.
0: Yeah. yeah. So th- now now we're really going to – how <laughs> early – like is that something you should start practicing in dating so that that's part of your rhythms when you're married, if you can?
1: Well, boy, yes. I didn't, but I yeah. – yeah, well,
0: I never have. I've never been like, I'm lonely with you. And yeah. he's like, great, can't wait to keep dating you. <laughs> Sounds great.
1: <laughs> no, I think – yeah, I think I'd pull back a word lonely in yeah. those yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know – To say sometimes what's obvious, because in dating relationships, you're going to feel the distance at some point. That's right. Whether you have a disagreement about this, that, or that, or whether you really wanted to go get sushi and they didn't want to Uh or something. Right. But uh, but I think it's the healthiest of things is just to go, I'm feeling some distance between us Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering if you are too. Yeah. And if you're not, can I tell you the distance I feel? Wow! Uh, because I think that sets the stage for a deeper relationship, just to get it out on the table. Yes. I, I grew up in a home that I just had great parents. And for reasons of their own, they didn't do sad. Mm. They didn't do mad. Their deal was, and my, my dad was 19 years old when he stepped on Omaha Beach in D-Day. Wow. Went through the war. My mother had an alcoholic father, and they just wanted our lives to be happy.
0: Yeah.
1: And they were. But that means early on I knew that you didn't say things that would take us out of happy. Wow. And even though I'd gone through the counseling school and all this kind of stuff, when we got together, Nita came from a family where, where there was a lot of fighting. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking at something that's standing between us, and I'm going, can't go there, and she's yeah. going, there's going to be a fight. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. And so that made us more lonely until we learned that and yeah. began to speak to it. But it still arises. It's a little ugly head now and then.
0: I mean, that's, a, that's so beautifully hopeful for all of us, too, in our friendships, in our work relationships, in our romantic relationships of, mm-hmm. like, this is a learning process, too. You aren't going to suddenly know how to handle loneliness because you had one conversation.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: It's a practice. It's a practice, okay. I think, in
1: friendships as well.
0: Yeah, that's really helpful. I, know
1: could, I wish I could say I was great at it, but I still feel like it's a—it's often a daily choice yeah. or, an, or, or a choice to make often to, if you feel disconnected, to reconnect or to ask the question, what can we do to connect, yeah. whether it's a friend or a spouse?
0: We had the most interesting thing happen when we were building this series. Our whole mm-hmm. team's sitting around the table. And we have built the series based off a lot of the voices that are in my life, right? And some would say I'm overly helped. I might agree. I might agree. I have <laughs> I, I have gotten too many resources.
1: There well, you are, know, there too are worse, many cooks. There are worse things. That's right. There, there are too many cooks than. in the
0: AFD kitchen. <laughs> but it was really interesting because a couple of people on our team said, "I don't need anybody. Hmm. I don't need any voices helping me. I just think about it and sort it out." Wow. So my question for you is for our friends listening who are very independent, who have, mm-hmm. who have successful lives in that mm-hmm. they are a person and they're an adult. Mm-hmm. And they think and maybe say, I don't actually need any help. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Are there some people who don't need any help long term?
1: Are those people listening to us right now? So, well, they're going know. to at some point, <laughs> I know, maybe. You know, I, I don't know a person that doesn't need help, mm-hmm. and it may not be at the moment, but just, again, we're outside the garden, but I don't force people to get help, but but I, I think I would just make the statement, when you need help, here's some resources, mm. or, or I'm here when you do, Yeah. because I'm jealous of people that say, that. <laughs> you know, I'm going, Same. oh my gosh. I
0: was like, tell me how you do it. <laughs> yes, I'm Marco Polo, my mentor, <laughs> multiple times a week. My counselor, I, I, she is on. I bought her a boat at this point. I mean, like, there's there's no world where I I am very aware. Yeah. And 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 the shame voice says you just aren't as strong as your friends.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which
0: may be true. That's okay.
1: And, that, and that's okay too. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying your friends who are listening to this <laughs> you know are in denial. I'm not saying that at all. They may be more comfortable with aloneness, mm. which is different, Yeah. or a solitude, or maybe the thing that draws them to loneliness just hasn't shown up in their life yet.
0: Maybe. You That's know? interesting, yeah. Because I had a reckoning. I mean, yeah. I had a reckoning at 33 that yeah. got me here.
1: <laughs> Mine was 32. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I was only 33 by about four days, so it was yeah. virtually <laughs> 32. It just hit the fan at 33. Well, you know,
1: there is this... Thing that I think is true is like I was just in. I knew there were some things wrong with me, but I didn't exactly know what. But I just couldn't ask for help because it didn't come with my family. Yeah. And there was. I, I think there was this moment where your your body or where my body said, you know, there's too much sorrow in here. There's yeah. too much sadness. There's yeah. too much thing, and we we just can't handle it anymore. And yeah. I just began to disassemble. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's part of the interesting thing about this conversation about loneliness is is we kind of get this, wherever we're showing up in someone's life today in their ears, wherever we're showing up to them, maybe their loneliest day or maybe their least lonely day.
1: Maybe going, what are they talking about? Yeah. They're depressing. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> and, or they're going like, finally, someone's telling me. So so does somebody in this moment, whenever we're hearing this, is there for sure A voice we need to add to our lives, or is there a chance that we are good? You know, and is good even the right word? That's probably yeah. No, no.
1: I I I I think it's always important to have another a voice in your life, Mm -hmm. just because we can't see ourselves. Yeah, and and somebody else can. Yeah. I remember daring one time to ask a couple of friends we were at dinner. I'm saying, you know how sometimes if you're together with a group and somebody leaves, and one of you rolls your eyes, yeah, <laughs> and says something I'm like, "Can you believe that?" Whatever. Would you be willing to tell me the thing that you say when I leave? Oh wow! And um, it was a little awkward, <laughs> uh-huh. But but I I needed to hear it because I cannot see myself, and yeah. they can, yeah. So I I think I think we all just need someone that's that's close that's honest that is willing to answer the questions that we ask them and I think it's important to ask questions like blind
0: spots are terrifying for me
1: they're horrifying oh, they're, oh. they're they're horrifying and yet once they're exposed and you go oh my gosh yes I don't want to be like that yes Kelly I mean, Haywood who
0: you know and love <laughs> last September my nephew died in August and last September I was just doing the best I could I mean I was here every day oh, I, can't believe I was do it and I just but I was suffering i wasn't grieving so terribly and but i was doing i i was showing up i thought Mm. better to show up a third of yourself than to not show up at all that is not true Mm -hmm. learn that lesson but kelly brought me in the office one day into her office and she said this i could not have crafted a better sentence she said i don't think you are being perceived the way you think you are wow she said i don't think you're showing up quite the way you want to be. So I want to tell you what our experiences of you during this and you can let me know if that's what you mean for us to be experiencing.
1: Oh my god. And that gosh. beautiful. That is, that I know. is gorgeous. I
0: know, and I thought what a what a shameless way to invite me to change my behavior.
1: That is. It was beautiful. I'm going to take that home. Yes, it you was know, beautiful. It's just just the kindest, gentlest way. To say something's wrong, Yes. here's how I'm experiencing you, let me know if that's how you want me to experience it. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yes, and that's my business partner, right? So everyone in the org experienced it. But the people who didn't say it to me are the people who work for me, Yeah. right? There was a lot of wisdom, and they all went, hey, you need to go talk to Annie because yeah. she, we are not experiencing her the way she wants to be experienced. And yeah. they were right. They were right. Yeah. I, just, I had never grieved like that, so I misunderstood what to do. Yeah. I thought I don't want to lay on my couch and be sad, so I'll just go to work, and that was not the, yeah. not the move. Oh, yeah. that was not the, move. <laughs> not the move. That was not the move. So even people like I mean Kelly brought me out of a version of loneliness, even in that because I was lonely in my own behavior.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. And I think this might be a time to, to shift a little bit to solitude.
0: Yes, please. Just
1: because I went to, earlier, we said you know loneliness is a wanting, solitude is a having. Yes. Solitude solitude. is something that you choose. Mm. And especially for people who are outgoing. Yep. Like the two in this room. Yes. Or perceived as outgoing. Yeah, that's right. To choose being alone Mm. for the purpose of growing. Wow. For the purposes of listening to the still small voice. Yeah. For the purpose of reading, of reflecting, Mm -hmm. usually always – even for the purpose of sitting with your loneliness and understanding that there's more that can go on here. And maybe in this solitude, I'll find God. Maybe in this Mm -hmm. solitude, I'll find a word Mm -hmm. and a reading or a poem that will – center me. Yeah. And so a having, it's like, I have something yeah. in solitude yeah. rather than wow. I want something. I, I just think it's really critical.
0: Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to share about another amazing partner, Indeed. So whether you're a small and mighty team like us or a large corporation, Indeed is the hiring tool you need to find the talent you want. No matter the size of your company, when you're ready to hire, I'm guessing you're already low on bandwidth. That is the truth around here. So no one has time for hiring to become a second job. That's where Indeed comes in. You can hire faster and better with their matching platform. We've always found the right team member, literally always found the right team members through Indeed and we'll absolutely use them again when we're ready to hire. Get this, according to Comscore, 81% of U.S. online job seekers search for jobs on Indeed each month. This means it's an exact right place to be advertising your job openings. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed does that hard work for you. They show you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster and what's even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com soundsfun. The offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And listen, that link and pretty much every other link you could ever hope for are in the show notes or in Friday's AFD Weekend Review. So be sure to check those out. Y'all, I recently placed a Thrive Market order for my place in New York so that I'd have all the essentials stocked in the pantry and refrigerator when I'm there. And I want you to hear what I saved as a Thrive member. Okay, I got protein shakes, creamer, chips, soaps, and some other things, you know, all the necessary things. I spent $70 and saved $33.39. Y'all, that is so much money. It's seriously so easy. It also shipped right to my door. Plus, I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods, and they have an online filtering system that allows you to sort based on what you're looking for. So if you're hunting for gluten-free options or dairy-free snacks, you can curate your own shopping experience really easily. They always have a deals page, too, that you can look through as well. Oh, I love it. And when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. It's awesome. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun and get 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. And now back to finish up our build your board conversation with Al. how do we define that for ourselves so when i'm thinking about i don't know if you know this but i'm going to new york for october and november
1: do you no. know i'm gonna
0: live up there for two months
1: is there, is there like an extra room if like a couple wanted to come and visit
0: yeah oh my gosh right you wish i got an apartment that size <laughs>
1: nope it's a one on bedroom yeah, yeah yeah room. yeah right. um what are you going for
0: uh i just have always wanted to and so when i i felt the opportunity in January mm-hmm. and came back. I was up there for New Year's and came back to my team and just said, could I go at some point this year? And so back in January, we lobbed off October, November. Wow. So which is be- it's such a gift. Yeah. But so even talk to me about when I'm here in New York and am I lonely or am I in solitude? How, how do we know the difference of... This is loneliness and this is chosen solitude. Is it a mindset?
1: I think it's a mindset. But I also think this word's going to come up again. Shame is not involved in solitude.
0: Shame is not involved in solitude.
1: You know, it's, we're back to that again in, in that the, the loneliness makes up stuff, makes up those stories mm. and tells you things that if you're aware, if you can open your eyes to it, that you know are not true, but you're not sure what to do about it. Mm. And that's the time to reach out to a friend. I would suggest Kelly because that's yeah. an amazing thing. I might reach out to yeah. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, right I know. but solitude produces something mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You know I often with bands who are out on the road, I'll say to them, create a little liturgy like before the show or after the show and by that I mean light a candle, read something together that centers you. And I do that for myself. I have a little time in the morning, I go up to a little place in a in our house it's a little library kind of place and i'll light a few candles and read some pray some and be alone mm-hmm. we had a, a friend you're familiar with suzanne stabile oh who's a, yes like, we love her the, we've had her
0: on the show talking <laughs> the about enneagram yeah, well when
1: when i was when we were with her one time i don't remember what it was but my wife and i nita where we were in the mornings, we'd get up and we'd have some coffee and we'd sit down together and kind of do our private things across from each other yeah. now and then. And she said, "I'm an Enneagram 2. And she said, out of the blue, she in a talk, she said, "You know, Enneagram twos cannot have devotionals with other people." Oh, wait, <laughs> what? And she goes, "Yeah, because they're kind of going. You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or can I get you something, right. or or if they want to talk, I'll talk. I won't say." No, I'm, I'm trying to think here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: so we and I had a little chat about it, and I, I found the need for solitude in the morning. Oh. And then we get together and listen to a song or something or yeah. have that time in the evenings together. Yeah. But it's a, it's a routine to go be by myself purposefully, not just mm-hmm. to have a quiet time or whatever, but to be by myself, to reflect a little, to do. Sometimes I'll read yeah. a little bit or – a lot of different things, but it's important. And I, I like, I like both of us, I like to go off by myself for a weekend. Oh, wow. A chosen solitude. And yeah. Nita's great about go, go. Yeah, yeah. And she gets energy from different places. She'll go off with a friend or something, but, yeah. but we're okay by ourselves. If I go off on a trip, She's fine. She's yeah. pulls out the art supplies and messes up. Yeah, right? yeah. And uh, same if she's gone, we're okay. We were by ourselves a long time, yeah. and so we can have solitude.
0: Yes, is solitude a practice worth pursuing? Is that something that does that show a level of health and maturity? Is that like a, a step toward deeper relationship with God?
1: I think so. Okay. I think so. And and with yourself, yeah. Because we're you know. We're just in such a busy world. Yeah, you know, I've found myself. You know, Instagram logarithms have totally figured me out. They know that up. I love funny animal things. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, and they're great, by the way. I have one. No, but I can. I can just get lost there. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. You know, but it just makes me busy. It makes yes. me busy. It makes me my mind always active. So yes, yes. I think it's it's um, good to pursue, and I want to pursue it more. Mm. And it doesn't mean. Days, hours, it means some time when it's just you and just you and God, Um, just to be still and uh, hear the still small voice, Mm -hmm. both of God and of yourself.
0: That is really important. Yeah. Okay, Al. Is there anything we didn't say about loneliness? I know we're going to finish with that, but is there anything we didn't say about loneliness that you want to make sure we say?
1: You know, I think we did pretty well. Yeah, you're
0: amazing at this.
1: But um, I do have a poem, a funny poem. Okay, good. Because we need a little levity here. Sure, sure, sure. My favorite poet is a guy named Billy Collins. Mm -hmm. You can go to YouTube and do Billy Collins, and he's reading his poetry. He is a guy that makes poetry accessible. Yeah, Everybody's afraid of poetry because of their horrible high school English class. Yeah, sure. But he, we had him for Evening of Stories, our, our gathering we have every year. Hilarious. Yeah. But um, he wrote a poem on loneliness. And it's a haiku, you know, okay. five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. And here it is. Midwinter evening, alone in this sushi bar, just me and this eel. <laughs> <laughs> what, do <I> Ew. <laughs> what do I think it's just lovely um, you know? great. <laughs> um, and when I read that you know it does you you think of loneliness I mean it's a lonely poem yeah but it's funny yeah. you know midwinter evening that's a setup yeah alone in this sushi bar that's even worse yeah <laughs> and then he he kind of says just me and this eel and you die laughing and yeah. you go it is a lonely poem but yeah he makes he makes good fun of it. Yes. I just and needed to say that. And it feels
0: like – it feels very profoundly true. I know. i like, yeah, I'm just having a realization. It's just me and this eel. I know. <laughs> oh, I love uh, it. But, Al, you also brought another poem to end I us did. with, which I, I, I really appreciate. Thank you.
1: I did. One of my favorite poets, in addition to Billy Collins, is Mary Oliver. Yes. And she wrote a poem on sorrow. And if people want to look it up, it's called Love, Sorrow by Mary Oliver. And – I've read it for a long time to give people who are in the midst of sorrow uh-huh. because we don't know what to do with sorrow. We run from it. We don't know how to embrace it. It's, it's something that's just not dealt with a lot. Yeah. We shut it down. We move on. But it remains. And I think that's very connected to loneliness. And so almost in this poem, you can exchange the word sorrow and loneliness – And I think it speaks to us. And we can talk a little bit about it after if we have time. Yeah. She makes sorrow into a little girl. Okay. Love sorrow. She is yours now. And you must take care of what has been given. Brush her hair. Help her into her little coat. Hold her hand, especially when crossing the street. For think, what if you should lose her? Then you would be sorrow yourself. Her drawn face, her sleeplessness, would be yours. Take care. Touch her forehead that she feel herself not so utterly alone. And smile that she does not altogether forget the world before the lesson. Have patience in abundance, and do not ever lie or leave her even for a moment by herself, which is to say, possibly again, abandoned She is strange, mute, difficult, sometimes unmanageable. But remember, she is a child. An amazing thing can happen. And you may see as the two of you go walking together in the morning light, how little by little she relaxes. She looks around her. She begins to grow. Wow.
0: Wow. Mm. Why did that one come to your mind for us?
1: I think because we don't know what to do with loneliness. We don't know what to do with sorrow. And I think she gives us an instruction. Mm -hmm. When she makes it into a little girl, it changes what I'm thinking. And she makes it into something you need to take care of, love, embrace, and embrace in a way that perhaps invites God into it Mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. And I think the hopeful part is, she goes, Again, as you may see, as the two of you go walking together in the morning light, how little by little she relaxes, she looks about her, she begins to grow. Mm. To me, that's just a hopeful line that in embracing sorrow, which is a part of our life, and embracing loneliness, both true and made up, Mm -hmm. if we embrace it, we can grow.
0: Wow, oh, thank you. Thank you for doing this today.
1: Thanks for having me. Man, I've a learned gift. a lot myself. Oh from gosh.
0: You. No, no. Yeah. I'm the this is our um, mind-blown emoji button. Wowie, <laughs> Sally. And I have, it has been all my self-control not to do this 10 times today. So you have blown our minds with good theology around loneliness. So thank you. what a way to start the series. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Oh y'all, isn't he so great? That conversation was so helpful to me. This is how we want to start off this series. Gracious. I'm so thankful for him. Hey, make sure you follow Al on Instagram. Tell him thank you for being here to kick off this series. And for a full list of all the resources and Instagram handles from our Build Your Board series, just go to AnnieFDowns.com slash Build Your Board. And there is a lot more content over on our That Sounds Fun podcast Instagram. So make sure you're following there at That Sounds Fun podcast. you need anything else from me you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find Annie F Downs on Instagram Twitter Facebook all the places you can need me that's how you can find me and I think that's it for me today friends go out or stay home do something that sounds fun to you and I will do the same today what sounds fun to me is getting all my laundry done before I go to an apartment that does not have a washer and dryer you guys it's a new life it is a new life for two months (laughs) y'all have a great week we'll see you back here on Thursday as we continue our build your board series with tackling one of the most asked questions I get How do we make friends as adults? It is hard. So some of my best friends here in Nashville that I met once I moved to Nashville are joining me for this one and we're gonna talk about it. I can't wait. I'll see y'all then.